Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 72 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. What is going on, everyone? It's Joseph Crush alongside my homies. NJ3, what's up, buddy? Let me talk to you. What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, sir. Nikki Noodles. What's up, fellas? What's going on, buddy? Back you to your... Back to your no camera ways. Yeah, you don't want to see this face. Right. Understandable. Uh, I appreciate. He it. Ain't lying. He ain't lying. <laughs> he was. He was really more more of a personality guy to begin with. So, <laughs> uh, bad news. Tom Canale. Good morning. So, how are you? Good morning, everyone. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, people listen every week. We say it. You know where to find us on to download uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you download podcasts. Amazon Music, Google Play. Um, if you're on Apple. Please give us that five-star review and a rating. It's much appreciated. We love you. Thank you so much. NJ3, you want to give us a heads up on Nerd Focus? What is that all about? Give you a heads up. I mean, yeah. it, it is, it is, how about I make you think about it, right? Because it's the think drink. Um, I mean, God, me personally, I run a business now. We got you covered LI, shameless plug uh, for all your 10 tables, par- uh, party rental needs. You uh, reach out to me, of course. I run it with my best buddy, Sean, and then some other guy that lives in a basement. He's a basement dweller. Um, I think his name is Justin Nathaniel. Um, we'll, we'll leave it right there. But all jokes aside, I mean, there's no way that I can run my life, my day-to-day without nerd focus. I mean, people look for an energy drink. I look for a think drink. And it is the ultimate thing, drink. It keeps my mind, my mind and body sharp as it always needs to be. I'm like a knife that Gordon Rams uses to play a steak. That's how sharp that I run. Wow. Okay. Not only that, it gives it, it gives you all the necessary nutrients to kind of get your day going. All right. Not I mean about vitamins, but it gives you some nutrients. Um, listen, we say it every week. Drink nerd focus with us. We drink it. You should drink it. We love it. Um, and as a listener to our podcast, we always want to give back to you. So at checkout, use ND20 for 20% off. Um, and if you order two or more, it's free shipping. Don't give the man any more money than you have to. Nick is a big fan of paying taxes and giving unnecessary money out. Um, don't do what Nick does. Do better. ND20 at checkout. Order two or more for free shipping. And if you need the link, just go to our link tree in our bio. Instagram and Twitter, it's there for you. Just follow the link tree. Put that code at the end of checkout and you're good to go. Boys, nerd focus, right? It's a drink. Drink up, baby. Drink up, baby. Drink nerd with us, bro. Um, Another sponsor, Paper Champion, thepaperchampion.com, ultimate fantasy wrestling done right. Shout out to our boy, Eric James. Listen, this week, you may see my my standings rise. Big E, we'll talk about it, but 90. More like the big W. Yeah. 90 points from a single human in one week. It's unheard of. Ain't going to catch me, but no problem. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> um, too sweet. Too sweet, baby. Uh, I mean. No, that was a huge, huge week. Huge week. Commendable. For, for the yeah. Russell Buzzards. Um, but we'll see. I, the standings aren't out yet. But I'm waiting to see that hopefully by today or tomorrow. 
and we'll get the official standings for this week. But uh, like I said, ultimate fantasy wrestling done right. It, the, the season's growing. Uh, the, the league's growing as days, days go on. And uh, I've got some insight for next season. I can't break it here, but I'm letting you guys know it's going to be fucking crazy. Are you serious? I'm you know dancing. something we don't know? I'll talk to you about it after we record. It's oh. it's legit. So uh, would this would this be able to get Nick to sign up now? Probably not, right? Nothing. He's like, so fagazy. Yeah, he's so fagazy. Maybe if Tom Brady was eligible to be drafted, but uh, <laughs> you know, shout out to our boy. I would, Eric draft, James. Him. I would draft him first anyway. So <laughs> shout out to our boy Eric James, dpaperchampion.com. Go check it out. Um, but I still I want to stick in the fantasy realm here. Uh, oh, non wrestling related. Us, us four in a fancy uh, football week together. Um, shout out to JD. And <laughs> it seems to be week two. We're all mm-hmm. face, we're facing each other. I'm facing Nikki Noodles, and uh, NJ 3s going against Bad News Tom Canal. A little uh, a little <laughs> TWJ uh, fancy football action here. We got a little we got a little Super Bowl between the four of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Should we do like a little side wager bet for uh, just for fun? You know, I don't know. I had a rough start. I had two points from Washington defense. So I don't know what's going to happen there. But uh, Nikki News, I just want to let you know you're going down, punk. <laughs> a little I'll snack talk. I'll be waiting, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Uh, second week in, in, and we're already uh, going up against each other. It's pretty exciting. Uh, fantasy football has been good so far. A lot of fu- a lot of fun. Um, a lot of injuries already. So we'll. Uh, <laughs> Sadly, we'll hope it gets better from there. Um, I just wanted to bring that up. It's a little nice. Oh, I love uh, it. I love it. I mean, I'd like a little side bet. I mean, most points scored, maybe I don't know. We should, uh, next time we get drinks, the loser buys drinks. I don't know, something head to head bet. We got to do something. We'll come figure on. it out. Yeah. As, as, as the show as the show progresses, we'll come up with the wager. All right. Uh, I'll be waiting. Good. Uh, you want like a, a four way bet, like most points scored out of between the four of us, or just you sure, or something like something. So let's fun, do that. Right? Let's do that. Whoever gets the most points scored. Oh, no, no. Least points scored, because that wouldn't make sense. Least points scored. Least points scored buys drinks next time we're out. Yeah, okay. that's that's a reasonable bit. I um, like it. Noodles, no cores like Joey, do you get paid every week or every two weeks? This is this is critical for this bet. That has nothing. That none of your business. <laughs> none of your business. <laughs> I get paid. I get paid every day. My yeah, Lord, Lord gives allowance. <laughs> Olivia pays me with love every day. So shout out to my, my baby girl. Um, boys, we talked about it briefly before we got on here. Um, I know Tom, Tom is privy to it. Noodles, I'm not sure if you watched this week, Dark Side of the Ring. I certainly did. Okay. And, and I spent a little time yesterday with uh, Rob Van Dam himself, if you have any interest. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Where at? Uh, Comac, Ring, uh, Wrestling Universe. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you guys some pics. At, at the Ganja shop? Uh, <laughs> there, I think there was one in the neighborhood that he just... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, so Dark Side of the Ring is this week. And I mean, if you're living under a rock, you don't know the situation that's going on. Sorry, there's no, no shot of you, but you're, just, you're a busy man. Um, it was the plane ride from hell. Mm-hmm. Now... A lot of a lot of uh, things came out of this. Uh, things we we knew already. Uh, we heard stories for, from the year. It's been what's been like almost twenty years, right? Since yeah. this happened. So it was two thousand two. If you're not familiar, um, WWE was on a European tour. They were uh, traveling throughout UK, wherever. Uh, on uh, on their flight back, they had a uh, a custom 
huge private jet that was made um, and open bar, all you can eat, a lot of fun. Sounds like a party. Um, things got out of hand, right? As one would assume. <laughs> At least, yes. <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> go on Twitter. Go on social media. You'll find out the details. But basically, coming out of it, Ric Flair canceled. <laughs> um, Scott Hall, not even on social media, doesn't even matter. Probably would have been canceled if he was. Tommy Dreamer, mm. someone who didn't take part in any of these acts, canceled, suspended indefinitely from Impact. Now, I mean, my, my takeaway from this is right. And I was talking about some wrong my audio here. It was there for a second, at least. Like, yeah, yeah. Now are we back? Yeah, okay. repeat, repeat, repeat good, yourself. Yeah, yeah so, start, start from the top. All the way from too the much top. No, 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 I'm only no. kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm, only kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to stay here. Crazy guy. We're talking about playing right from hell, dark side of the ring. I was talking with Eric James last night, and a big takeaway I got from it was the, 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 the showrunners for Dark Side of the Ring are wrestling fans, right? Are they trying to like ruin wrestling? Like right now, uh, <laughs> like, what, is, like what is going on, man? And not that I, not that I'm agreeing with anything that happened on that plane ride, whether it be Ric Flair swinging his dick, Scott Hall licking flight attendants, mm. or anything else. But I don't know, man. I don't know what to take away from this bad news. I mean, it was a wild episode. Oh. Uh, the first first episode of the second half of season three, mm. and there's more to come. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, it just it's it's a big topic on uh, on social media this week and th- the wrestling community. I just want to get your thoughts on uh, what we saw. I mean, uh, like you said, we heard rumblings about it for years. You know, like what people you know what people wrote on whatever, but to see it from the people that actually lived it for that seven whatever fourteen hours, wherever it was, man. I mean, the whole thing with Flair, obviously horrible and thing. But the thing that really got me was I knew Lesnar and Mr. Perfect got into it, but I realized they went up against the goddamn uh, emergency exit door and almost. Yeah. You know, so once I saw that, I go, holy shit. And just like, I mean, those are two big boys, you know, they weren't like cruiserweights fighting, you know, two big guys, obviously. And I mean, that could have obviously ended so so much worse I mean than it was but and the best the whole time JR's trying to round them all up I mean poor JR man what the guy had to go through like trying to you know get one under control and everything it was just I mean when they said playing right from hell they weren't kidding and it was just like wow I mean just to see it just to see what you know everyone was going through and like and I remember they said they normally go through maybe one alcohol card or whatever they call it and in flight they went through three before they even left yeah, so you knew right, yeah, before they got in the air. So you knew right there that it was not gonna be a good flight. And like you said, those the poor stewardesses and stuff, it was just wasn't uh not, not a good time, man. And just and to see that some guys defended it, just like oh man, just some different time. Obviously, it was 20 years ago, you know, sure. world a lot different and everything, but man, just fucking crazy. And just like you said, are these guys trying to like get like cancel these guys? Because it certainly seems like it, so it's like insane it really is yeah it seems uh and you could argue this but i guess but it seems like from their mo from the beginning was like they're out for vince for whatever reason right it's something so, yeah it seems like um it. noodles i just want to ask one question to you right we, you watched the episode i did vince mcmahon and linda mcmahon were on that same plane 
And clearly, it seems like, according to this episode, they didn't do a motherfucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, one thing. Yeah. They, they, from what JR said, they sent him back to take care of everything. They, I, had, I don't know if they had any idea what was going on, or maybe they just assumed it was a typical plane ride, right? And it's just whatever they're loud, they're being crazy. I mean, I don't know, but what Vince and Linda was on the same plane that all the shit was happening. That's freaking That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I had no idea she was on it too. That's freaking even more makes it even worse. And there was a lot of a lot of really rough, brutal activities that went on that plane. There's no question about it. Uh, I think it just goes to a lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the things that were, um, I don't want to say accepted, but tolerated and looked through during a much different time of life in a different era yeah. of wrestling by any, any means necessary. Um, one of the most disturbing parts of the whole thing was, I don't know if it was really disturbing, but as soon as the episode started, they went right at Brock Lesnar for his exposing himself to Terry Reynolds. Yeah. Which, did, which didn't even take place on the plane, by the way. Yeah. Which didn't t- which didn't take yeah. place on the plane. Which to me was like a shot at shot at Brock big time. And again, I'm not saying that um, you know that he did it or didn't do it. Uh, he didn't obviously wasn't reached able to be reached for comment. Um, he wasn't on the episode, obviously. But like, you know, it's really really hard to you know hear about stories that may or may not have happened 20 years ago. Um, and coincidentally, Brock Lesnar just comes back to WWE, and then like this comes out where cancel culture is taking down everybody. How's that going to look for him? Yeah, I, I think I think coming out of it, just from my presence on on Twitter, um, the Brock situation seems to be the least uh, discussed right now. I think Tommy and Ric Flair have the the big focus on them right now. Scott Hall's not on social media, so there, there's no point. But like, is, is the Ric Flair thing like? Would that be surprising, right? I mean, we've heard the horror yeah. stories of Ric Flair and how he's lived his entire life. That's nothing new, right? But to hear it uh, one more time, all of a sudden. It's like, oh, now we got to go get Ric Flair. Yeah, I now he uh, coming out of this, they took him. Uh, he had those few commercials we've seen on TV recently. I forget what they were for, um, but they they they're taking down those commercials that he's involved in. And I, from what we're hearing, um, his he was supposed to have involvement in AEW, and that's and that's mm-hmm. not taking place anymore. So, um. I believe, from what I heard, they were writing off Chavo as Andrade's manager, and they were going to bring in Flair. But now that's not that's not taking place anymore. So, I mean, look what look what this could do to the yeah. current storylines, these shows that are being put out. And listen, like it's entertaining to watch, and it's very informational. Is not knowing certain things, but at the end of the day, man, these guys are potentially ruining careers. And I mean, granted, from what happened, I'm not staying. Listen, I'm like I'm trying to get canceled like Tommy Dreamer, but and I wasn't there, you know, whatever. But like you said, noodles, it was a different time, and uh, not saying it should be accepted, but it was. No, I'm not not saying that at yeah. all. Um, but it just, it was wild, man. Like someone from what going into it, I, what we thought would have been like a fun, like funny storytelling episode turned into like really dark, and yeah. like getting that flight attendant on the episode was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a breakthrough. I mean, that yeah. was the whole episode. Yeah, all centered around her. It was she yeah. was she was a star, the star of the episode, and uh, man, that was wild. Jersey, I, I, I know. Think if, I think if there was any one thing that I guess uh, that was positive that came out of it was pretty much like the new, the new era of wrestlers, right? Yeah. The yeah. the more people who took the business seriously, who took wrestling more seriously. Um, you know, even I think Jr. made the same thing. These guys were on that plane making millions and millions of dollars, but they didn't have two quarters to rub together. 
Yeah. You know, and then and it kind of ushered in the new era of the, the John Cena's and, and those types of guys. So in, in a way, it was a game changer. Yeah. Now, um, <clears throat> I wanted to ask, maybe you guys remember this story. I heard there was a story of uh, Kurt Angle and Vince wrestling on a plane. Do you remember hearing that anywhere? Um, I could have swore it was the same fight, but I don't remember Kurt being mentioned on this flight. And then I don't remember Vince coming, being involved at all in any stories. But I, I know there's a story around there where Vince and Kurt had like wrestling matches on the plane. And like Vince kept antagonizing him to like fight him. Like didn't, Jer- didn't Jericho, didn't Jericho say something along yes, those lines? Maybe, like a maybe while, it was just a, little a, while back? a different flight then. Um, yeah, definitely was, a different yeah. flight. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there was I'll, there was no pl- there was no play wrestling on on that flight. Yeah. I also heard there was a, maybe this was just a myth, but like, um, remember how they mentioned uh, Michael Hayes was all messed up and like, yeah. I yeah. heard I, someone said he peed on Linda. In one of the stories I heard back in like, Jesus Christ. so that was that wasn't mentioned either. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that wasn't true. Um, and J three, I know you you had said prior that you haven't watched yet, and you kind of weren't you were just wanted to get uh, familiar with it, but uh. I mean, just get ready when you when you do watch yeah. it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, from what, what you guys said and from what I've heard through the years, it sounds really tough. And now we live in a society where things get brought up from the past, man. People lose their jobs for things they've done 10, 20 years ago. Your, pe- your past can, can really haunt you. Yeah. yeah, that's for damn sure. So the fact that you're not behind bars right now blows my mind. But yeah. don't worry, I will expose you, <laughs> Nikki Noodles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, dude, look at, I mean, Tommy Dreamer, I mean, suspended indefinitely from something that happened 20 years ago he made a comment but you got to be careful man what you yeah. say it may come all funny in the moment but is it worth losing your job your money your livelihood all i know is that i'm looking forward to watching this because wow my mind is blown just listen to you guys re- you know retell it yeah and share so, your opinions it's definitely interesting i, I mean like the cast of characters on a show like terry runnels just incredible not really the most yeah. quote-unquote credible people like that yeah. but um <laughs> It is what it is. I mean, they, they, you got to get who you can get. And uh, I mean, JR, RVD. Hall well, it's nothing but so like, like JR, right? He was he was obviously a very focal, very vocal and focal point of this episode as well. Mm-hmm. And he was largely responsible, right, to keep these people in line. And he did a really poor job. And where is his where is his bashing? To be honest, right? He kind of let it go on. He kept Ric Flair around, fired everybody else, not Ric Flair. Yeah, well, I don't know, dude. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, right? If everyone else is going to get canceled, uh, Jr. was a pretty pretty bad culprit in that episode, if you ask me. I think he I think he made his attempts to to do it. I mean, he's only one guy. And... No, I I agree. I'm I'm just saying, right? I mean, that was his job, though. Yeah, I don't know. But as an owner of a company, to to allow that to happen and not go back there or do anything, it's pretty low. Not a good look. Yeah, yeah. But I'm surprised he didn't go back there, Vince. I mean, could you imagine? Oh shit! Wow. Um, but yeah, so that was that. Dark side of the ring is back. Another topic we can bring up every week on on the episodes. Next week is about uh Canyon. Mm. Um, oh, that should be a good one too. So that should be a good one. He had a lot of controversy. Um, unfortunately, he's not no longer with us. But um, he, I remember him when he got fired from WWE. He was accusing them of because he was gay. That he just came out that that's why they fired him. So there should be another anti WWE episode. On our way next week. So what else is new? I think um, every episode is anti WWE at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another, uh, there's a few other ones coming up too. That should be fun. But um, moving forward, the big news of this week comes from one Big E Langston, <laughs> the new WWE champion, bro. 
what a moment. What a time. Uh, announced his cash-in before Monday, so the surprise really wasn't there, which, I mean, people, you can debate whether it's good or bad, but... Uh, Certainly helps ratings out when you know what's happening. I don't know if it did, though. So No? Uh, no, not this week. Wow, <laughs> uh, that's tough. It's tough, yeah. So, like, you look at it, you can't really argue with that. Part, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, but I, that, that was the attempt, I would think, right? That was that type of announcement. I'd say that was the attempt. So uh, <laughs> they took off. I think it was spur of the moment. They took off the uh, the Randy Bobby match from Extreme Rules, uh, put it on Monday. Biggie announces cash in, and he comes over to Raw, cashes in on Bobby, and is the new WWE champion. Uh, and J three, just because I want to give you some some lime idea, um, just your thoughts. I mean, this is. Uh, th- Potentially the new big baby face of WWE is 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 here and he's the champ. What do you what are your thoughts? I mean, listen to, to to hit on the first point that you kind of made mention about about the ratings. Monday Night Football is back, so Raw needs to do something to not lose those additional viewers, right? So I think moving the Bobby Randy Orton match is a great idea because that match was fantastic. That was pay per view quality. Um, when you need a great match, you know you put Randy Orton in it and you're going to get it. The fact that you kind of alluded to and teased that Big E's going to cash in the same day that it actually took place, I think it was a good ploy. Unfortunately, there's just not enough goodwill built on the back of WWE right now. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. It'll be one cool moment, but then what happens next week? So that's when you have to try to capitalize and kind of pay pay back and pay respect, which I think you we'll, – we'll get to in a minute. I think you dropped a cool little Instagram post if that's real or not. It is. Is that real? Okay, yes. so we'll get to it in a second. That's a good way to capitalize. Like That's what I'm talking about. Um, we'll, you know, a little tease, um, in terms of biggie winning, I mean, listen, I was watching the five count, like we say it every week, yep. you know, back in NXT before it was even something on television. So biggie always looked something special and different. He had a big personality. He was big and strong. Um, you can tell he was charismatic. He had it. Absolutely. He had it as they like to say in the biz. So to finally see it come to fruition after all these years, like this guy has been a multi-time singles champion, a multi-multi-time tag team champion, but didn't get that world championship push that I think he deserved and needed. I mean, I couldn't be happier for him, especially Mm. in the way that he did it, right? Because you can run a feud back with Bobby because it didn't really make Bobby look weak. He just had a, he had a battle with the, with the Viper. So theoretically you can come back and revisit that. And that's cool, right? You still can take care of Bobby because Bobby had one of the best, uh, career years at oh he it was the best his his best career year um but one of the best years in wrestling this year arguably um i couldn't be happy for biggie i think it's great he looks good he looks the part and i just can't wait to see what they do with it yeah i think very long overdue mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i think it's cool how and like you said um ev- i mean everyone's happy for him dude out aw people tna yeah. p- impact people everyone in wwe like and apparently people yeah, just and people and in general. Important. Yes, important. to to get behind and listen. I think this would have been the same thing if when Drew became champion too. If the pandemic, like same type of reaction, um, if the crowds were there, I think it, I think this is what they were. Th- this would have been it. Like when if the pandemic wasn't happening, but um, it was pretty cool to see like everyone come out on Twitter and like everything and like congratulations. Uh, it just it's just cool, man. It it's it's good to have that top baby face that like everyone respects and like, everyone wants to see. So, uh, I mean, shout out to Big E. I mean, I hope they, they do what's right with, with his run. Um, I don't need Bruno, but I want something like a, a solid run. You know what I mean? And, uh, 
you alluded to before jerz i had post something on instagram at wrestlebuzz on instagram um they announced and maybe it was announced last last night on smackdown i'm not sure but they announced last night that uh next week we're getting the new day versus the bloodline on raw that's Dude. cool so that's pay-per-view, that's pay-per-view right there and that's, that's what i'm pay-per-view? saying like that's that's how you capitalize on a cash-in yep they there's just no goodwill right now like i don't trust main roster i don't yes yeah. you know what i mean so the fact that you're going to give us something that should happen in survivor series theoretically on raw is like oh shit okay yeah. okay pulling out all the stops that's the respect i'm looking for you did it for smackdown new york you got to keep taking those shots yeah and uh, i didn't catch smackdown last night but i believe Big E showed up on smackdown to interrupt roman so they started they did it started somewhere and now they're uh they didn't get physical or anything right i don't believe uh not them but the usos attacked Big E yeah. in the back afterwards. okay cool yeah. so i dig that uh oh and, and uh him and um Baylor teamed up against the usos oh yeah. nice yeah yeah, yeah. it's good it was that's good, good yeah. stuff yeah um keeping Baylor in the, yeah. in the pictures so that's cool mm-hmm. um Roman's active right now, huh? He's got Big E. He's got Finn. He's got Rock. Like, dude, I mean, you're the champ. I get it, right? But he's also the best. So. Yeah, he's the best. Um, <laughs> the tribal chief for a reason, damn it. Yeah. So I wonder if they keep this. Acknowledge him. Exactly. Do you Acknowledge think- him right now. <laughs> Who? Me? No, yeah, you. <laughs> I acknowledge yeah. Roman. I acknowledge him. Okay. Um, All right. cool. Cool. Keep it going. But it looks like they're doing this like little cross brandish stuff right before the draft, which is coming up, I believe, in two weeks or so. Um, October like first, I think. First and the fourth, I think the draft. The yeah. second second parts of my birthday. Happy birthday to me, thirty three. Uh, Joe, October fourth. Um, but so I like the little just see, giving us like a fresh idea of what's going to happen. We'll get we'll do more draft talk once we get closer to that. But uh, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about something here, and it's kind of been bugging me a little bit. Bugging you? Kind of been grinding my gears a little bit. Oh. We have a pay-per-view next Sunday. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what it's called? Um, extreme extreme rules. Hmm. You know what's not on the card for extreme rules? I extreme guess. extreme rules. Oh, okay. You took the fun away from it. Sorry, I apologize. I'm just <laughs> no, very, sorry. Go ahead. very upset. Um even like <clears throat> one, I don't get it. And I feel like no one else is talking about it. Like, has it been brought up anywhere else? I feel like no one's. Up. It, should, get, it should be talked about all the time. Like everyone's pissed. Everyone gets pissed about everything WWE does, except like th- no one's talking about this unless it's just expected at this point. But like the past few years, Extreme Rules has been very weak. Like there's been like a, a weird stipulation match, not in every match. Like you think Extreme Rules, every match should be extreme, right? Or have some sort of stipulation behind it. Um, but we're getting to the point where no matches have stipulations. They're all singles matches. I don't understand. What are we doing here? Who are you? Are they just veering away from extreme rules whatsoever? Like, why even call it that anymore? Then switch the name, right? It's not like that go back to an old school name. No mercy. Uh, yeah. Bad oh, blood. Great, oh, great balls of fire. Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. no. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> taboo just, Tuesday. What about a little taboo Tuesday? Ooh. Shit. Yeah. What was like was there that. another one uh, that was like Taboo Tuesday, or was that the only one that was like where it was the viewer's choice or something like that? I think that was it. I mean, they've there, done right? a couple. They've done a couple of raw shows with that, but yeah, I would take a little. I would take a little fun, little taboo, little taboo Sunday. Yeah, man, absolutely. S- selection Sunday. I don't know. Call it something different, whatever. But I just like as a as a fan. Why is it so easy for us? Why is it like? Why do, why can't why can't Ah, oh, gotcha. Like I don't, I don't understand why I feel like I can do this like off the cuff. Like I'm not even, I'm not even trying, and it comes natural. 
imagine being someone like Vince McMahon who <clears throat> breathes, sleeps. What's the term? Uh, eat, breathes, and sleeps wrestling, and can't even formulate a fucking pay per view. That well, after the name of the pay per view, it's weird. I, it's weird. Man. A little Halloween Havoc, but I know it's NXT, but that would be still, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that was a great one. Like, do something different. Are they going to add stipulations? We have one more week of shows, right? Are we getting Monday and Friday? Are we going to get these matches having stipulations out of nowhere? Like, why wait until a week before? Could you imagine that's what they're going to do? Like, I think they, are. Are. they yeah, have to, right? They are going to do it, yeah. At least give one of them. Like, I thought maybe, like, oh, is it Extreme Rules because the demon's going to be there? Come on. He's extreme. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> just something that grinds my gears, man. Really chaps your ass. Too many us... pay-per-views and, and, and no reason behind most of them. Like at least at Hell in a Cell, we get a Hell in a Cell match. I, what if we don't this year? What if we get we have a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and don't have a Hell in a Cell match? We'll get heck know. in a crate or something. Yeah. And uh so I don't know. It's it's, it's a very uh uh, it's, it's kind of a loss for words thing, you know. Yeah. No matter how many times you try to try to figure it out or think what what direction they may be going or what the hell they're doing, you end up even worse than when you started. So we'll see. We'll see how Extreme Rules plays out. You'll get our predictions next week. Um, a lot of questions going into it. No stipulations. Come on, Vince. You're better than that, That's right? Pretty, pretty fucking better. better. It's like he's sitting on a plane and ignoring what's happening in the back. <laughs> and uh, doesn't really know what's going on. I don't know. Wouldn't be the first time he's done that. <laughs> so, boys, guess what happened this week? A- NXT 2.0. Noodles, you watched? Uh, I watched a good chunk of it. Not all of it, though. What? Like, Come on, bro. Yeah. I'm a busy man, Joe. You got a wrestling. <laughs> you ho- you're in a wrestling podcast. I understand. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what'd you say? What'd you like? What What didn't you like? I want to hear your, hear your thoughts uh, well, on NXT 2.0. How, how, how could I not love the the uh, Tommaso, the legend Tommaso Ciampa, re-getting back to gold? That were was. You, uh, were you shocked? Um, a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit, because you know the way they the way they're you know they were pushing a lot of uh, new faces, uh, which was always cool to see. You yeah. get familiar with that as time goes on. You saw some some legit talent. Um, Tommaso Ciampa has always been, always been big time down there, but at the same time, like he hasn't really been in that Avenue in a while. So, but I guess they went with the safe play and then they could use him to build somebody else. So it's classic wrestling. One-on-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like they're going with the, uh, they had Joe as the champion, right? The, the yeah. badass baby face champion. It looks like they just running that with, uh, with Tommaso that, which I, which I appreciate. Um, wouldn't have mind seeing Pete Dunn as champ. One of my I, I, I always thought it was I I had a strong feeling it was gonna be Jersey's boy, to be honest. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mr. Yeah. LA Knight. After you took yeah. the loss early, right? Sometimes yeah. they do that where they, you know, they come back yeah. and get it late. So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't expecting LA Knight to take a squash right out the gate, though. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of that loss, Tommy, yes. uh, we got we got introduced to uh Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of a lot of I don't want to talk about it, but a lot of uh discussion on his name choice this week yeah. um what are your thoughts on uh mr braun breaker um i mean obviously it looks like they're pushing him to the moon i mean looks like he gets that win against la night then at the end of the night he's 
he's talking it uh, to Massa after he won the title. So, I mean, is he the next big guy they're pushing down there and everything? I mean, the guy looked good. I mean, hey, he's Rick Steiner's son, even though they can't say he's Rick Steiner's son. You know, for <laughs> yeah. some odd reason they can't say that. But, I mean, hey, he looked good and everything. And, you know, for the first, you know, for the first, for the first night of this rebrand, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, but what it was, we were always like, oh, God, it's going to it's gonna become Raw 2.0. But so far, you know, it looked good and everything. I said, let's give it another month or so, see if it, you know, translates to that. But if they keep producing shows like that, man, I'll be happy, you know, even, you know, and everything. I, I like the new setup of the arena. I thought that was cool and everything. I enjoyed that with everybody. And it was just, yeah, it was a good night of wrestling, uh, NXT, which, you know, we've known for a long, long time. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um NJ3, I know you got to pop in and out real quick, but uh, just if you want to give a few quick thoughts on uh, NXT 2.0, uh, we'll continue the chat when you get back if you need to. But uh, it, we got a new, we got a new, uh, a new home here. What, what do you think? We do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm up and down about it, right? I think that, and if I read a report correctly, I don't know if one of you guys shared it with um, with the group or not, but it's almost like they they realized that doing the indie thing, quote unquote, didn't really um serve its purpose like it didn't get the the viewership and everything that it needed to so i think the fact that they're kind of upping the production value making it bigger and brighter definitely felt like i was watching a different show yeah um mm. sorry yeah great and I'll, I'll i'll add on to that i think it's in, in the respect of like was it working for them the indie the indie uh signing every, all the top indie guys and like maybe that's what they were like getting at like they weren't confident in bringing in not that this makes sense but like guys like uh adam cole and whoever and and making them main roster stars they kind of they're vince is solely big on bringing in guys he likes to create from the ground up and we saw that we we saw braun breaker debut um von what is his name von wagner, wagner. yeah o- odd name but i mean yeah. a decent decent talent uh we had um what's his name come out uh what the fuck was his name the tag team um who'd we see uh debut as a tag team josh briggs and uh brooks jensen there, there it yeah. is nice all, nice all, memory all third generation superstars mind you so brooks jensen is you guys remember Bull Buchanan? His son. Yeah. Uh, Von Wagner, the Beverly Brothers, one of their sons. Wow. And then we talked about Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner's son. So, I mean, maybe this is the idea. This is what they want to go with. And I'm, I think I'm cool with that, man. I like the look of it. Um, the, listen, it'll, it'll be, take a lot to get used to. It's a different style. It's not the dark, like Jersey said, the dark look anymore. It's, it looks like a studio show almost. A lot of people compare it to like what, like old school Nickelodeon, which I mean, if you want to be a jerk, then fucking be a jerk about it. Like, I don't care. I still thought it was be fun. A jerk about it. Yeah. I'm just I mean, listen, I, you know what it is? Like, I, I feel like when I was watching it, it reminded me of like a little bit. It sounds weird, like a very like a hybrid of like impact. Also, some of the early WCW, like early Saturday, WCW, Saturday right? like whatever. It really like I had that yeah. vibe when I watched yeah. it. And I think it was it was interesting, right? Be like, I think w- what brought us to the dance was the Champas, the Garganos and, and that wedding. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I really I really enjoyed that. That's kind of like what like brought me like that's keeping me going. Right. The, you know, Austin Theory and the whole ring joke and. It just it was really well done. Gargano's he's on, he's on another playing field down there, and then you have all these new talent infusion. You know what they did to LA Knight was terrible. 
that's just first and foremost. That was just <laughs> having him lose twice. Like you just, his stock went right down. Not only do you have him lose to Rick Steiner's son, you have him lose in the, in the actual, you know, fatal four, because you can't pin Pete Dunn and you can't pin Von Wagner. So you're going to pin LA Knight. I think it could have been Von like, Wagner, but maybe that's my, you, I think you could. Well, no, I know but I'm saying. Like that's their mindset. So like yeah. all in all, it's a it's a it's a redebut of of a brand new concept, right? I think it was broken, but I guess they're kind of all right. Listen, the indie thing isn't getting the viewership that it did. Well, it stopped getting the viewership once it went to USA. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, and then and then now we have third generation talent with what NXT has. You got to figure new belts are on their way because when they show like the little graphic of the belt with all the new, I guess, rainbow colors, you know, the Nick colors. Um, it just kind of it just didn't seem to kind of to flow together. It didn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. So I'm I'm iffy about it because I feel like we didn't get a real match until we got the women's tag match. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even so with the women's tag match, um, you know, I liked it. I didn't love it. I thought it was pretty good. And and the I guess the main event for for Champa and and uh, and Pete Dunne and Wagner and LA Knight I thought it was really good I just think it was just kind of I think it played out wrong yeah and I think that would have been a good opportunity to make uh, Pete Dunne the champion to be quite honest yeah we were saying when when you stepped away for a second that I I would have been happy with Pete or even LA Knight as as the champion but it looks like they they're continuing what they were going to do with Samoa Joe as the champion there so which makes sense <clears throat> um. That woman's tag match actually kind of caught my eye. I actually really enjoyed like when it turned into a, the one that turned into the six man, right? This one we're talking about. Well, yeah, it turned into the yeah. six man. Yeah, I yeah. actually kind of dug that. I, I dug uh, the people involved. I thought Mandy looked good. She has the no. Look they now. they had yeah. the right people involved. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, it just sometimes because some of the, like I think Gigi and um, uh, Lacey, Lacey, oh, what's her name? Yeah, I think they're kind of still getting their footing a little bit. I think I I think this is a testament to Caden and Casey. Like they're very like. They're very well oiled machine. And I think yeah. the other two are, I think as individuals, they're, they're fantastic. I think they're still working on their, you know, working a tag match is very different than working a singles match. Mm-hmm. And I still think they're trying to get their footing underneath them just a little bit. That's why I thought like the pace was just a little bit off when I was watching it, but I, mm-hmm. I thought the talent and the story was right. I just, the pacing was a little bit off. So I hope they, I hope we get one more of these. Um, and like I said, I was really diagnosing it because I was like watching this as a new show. Like, all right, let me really give my most, my biggest critique on it. That's maybe I was a little bit over critical. Yeah. One thing I also noticed is, uh, like for the even for the main event, whether or not they were on like a time thing, it's just a very like the matches seemed a lot shorter than they usually do. It wasn't like because oh, they had the wedding segment, which yeah. again I yeah. feel like you should have opened the show with the wedding segment. That would have been kind of fun. Pop of the night though, yeah. Dexter Spokes. I mean they, yeah. I mean when something like that happens and you get a pop from the crowd, like then you open the show with the NXT Championship match. Yeah. You don't need to debut Rick Steiner. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. Like, there's, you know, there's, it's one or the other, right? You want to end on the good, happy note. I'm with you. You want to have Gargano speak to the crowd after the cameras go down and say, listen, it's new, but don't worry. What you fell in love with is still here. We're just doing it different, but we're, you know, yada, yada. That's great. But you don't, the Rick Steiner LA Knight match, uh, his son, it, it was not needed. His name's Braun Breaker. Get it right or pay the price. Ah, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. Listen, he wore his he wore his dad's gear from 1980 something, and uh, it matched he looks the logo. exactly. It looks exactly the same. Dude, he looked good though. No, he looks. I was great, impressed, but it looks like he's out of the 1980s. Yeah, I like a little nostalgia. You know, like a little nostalgia. I do, but <laughs> NXT is supposed to be different. You know, it's it's supposed to be different, and I think. In my opinion, I'm having a hard time getting away from the formula that really worked, and it's just hard for me. Yeah, nah, I I agree, and I'm I'm upset too. But uh, 
Oh, listen, be happy about it. There's a, there's a lot of moments and there's more to come. I don't want to just poo poo anything until we see a little bit more, but listen, you brought back, I feel like I was watching the 1980s. Like you said, you felt like yeah. it was old school Nickelodeon. I felt those old school Saturday wrestling. Like it just, it felt like that. If that yeah. was what they're going for, then you accomplish your goal. I guess let's see what happens. Whatever happened to Frankie Monet and Raquel, they're supposed to fight on this, yeah, on, on this they're saving for next week. Yeah. You know, we're going to get a tag match. So like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I'm very critical of WWE right now. They're yeah. just, they're losing a lot of my faith. And I just, I wasn't behind this change over. I like the bigger theatrics, but it just doesn't feel like my NXT. And you, I think you had said it last or two weeks ago when we were talking, when we first started talking about like the change, how I think you had mentioned like, what are they going to put like brighten the crowd up and like make it super bright? I'm like, whoa, it was fucking bright. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's like two o'clock. It's like it's like when you're at the at the club and it's two a.m. and the lights go on. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh you look a lot better with the, with the with the lights off. I mean, ask Morgan, right? She she says the same thing about Nick all the time. <laughs> she's, a, she's a lights off kind of girl. So we'll see. I mean, I. Uh... The wedding was mad fun. I had a lot of fun. I'm glad to see Austin Theory back. I'm sure yes. it's just a one-off. I have a feeling. Great, be great haircut, too. Great haircut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you noticed. <laughs> um, I have a feeling we'll see Austin Theory get drafted on, on Raw and SmackDown. Um, would, I thought would have been great, though, if Austin Theory was like, the, like you let Johnny maybe go up and like leave Austin behind and like have him become like NXT champion. Like I feel like he missed that. Uh, he could have been the guy that ran the new the 2.0 in my eyes, but um, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Like it's it's a different look. It feels like a different brand, right? It doesn't feel like NXT anymore. You might as well just call it something different. I know they added the 2.0 on it, but I just feel like it's a different brand. So uh, we'll see what happens. A lot of new faces, a lot of uh, a lot of differences coming from uh, what we're used to. So some we'll have to get used to, and then uh, you know just try to enjoy it. I guess right. Um, Something we do enjoy on a weekly basis. Uh, it's Tony Khan's promotion, All Elite Wrestling. Mm. Adam Cole debuted this week in the ring. Baby. Nicky Noodles, I know you have a little, like, you might be, you know, when he came out last week and he bitched out Tony Schiavone? Yeah. That may, that may as well have been you. <laughs> he said, get out of here, nerd. So get off for Baker's bed. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what do you, uh, Adam Cole is in AEW. We know that his debut against Kazarian. Was, I thought it was a solid match. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting next week. We're getting him in the, or the super click versus uh, jungle express and Christian cage. I mean, just thoughts on the Adam Cole's presence so far in AEW. I mean, it's, it's what you expect, right? I mean, he's yeah. one of the elite performers, you know, in the, in the wrestling world. So no matter what he does, it's going to be, it's going to be more than solid. So you can never complain about anything to do with Adam Cole. Yeah, I think it's we got we got we we knew what we were gonna get like you said. You're getting a stud no matter yeah. what. So I'm excited. I think uh, his music's the best in the biz right now. I said it. Um, I know you did twice yeah, now. It's twice. So <laughs> gotta hold out my point. Um, we haven't really talked about this much from the AW aspect, but uh, what's his name? Dan Lambert. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. This guy the, that's that's running the MMA people and uh, American Top Team, American Top Team Men of the Year with. Uh, with uh, what's his name, Ethan Page and uh, Scorpio oh, yeah. Sky, Tommy. I yeah. think a lot of people don't like him, and I kind of dig what he's doing on, uh, when he comes out. I think his promos are pretty freaking cool. Um, I think he's a good talker. I apparently he did this on Impact back in the day. I was not aware of that, uh, but I think it's cool. He's bringing on like these 
top like MMA fighters. Jorge Masvidal has been there. Um, and then this week we got Paige Van Zandt, who we talked we've talked about privately, like in our group chat. So like, we know who she is. Okay. I think it's, yeah, she's, she's great. When I saw Paige, though, someone said Paige is here. I'm like, Paige, like Paige, Paige, or like, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I, got, I got jacked Soon. up. But uh, Tommy, just your thoughts on like the whole movement of with this Dan Lambert guy, and then him bringing in like the MMA fighters. Do you think they go anywhere with this, like as a as a match of some sort down the road? I mean, when you like you said, like people can't stand him. I mean, that's the point of his thing. That's what he's supposed to be. Like he, he comes out of this loud mouth, you know, bashing wrestling fans, saying you know this and that and whatnot. And he's got like, oh, I got these two guys, you know, Scorpio and um, Paige and everything. And then who comes out to challenge him? But I mean. Possibly the goat and uh, you know Hager, so I mean that's that was pretty cool. I like that. I, I like that um, that segment a lot. It was pretty cool. And you know Jericho saying you know like you you know you're basically just a big mouth and all this and um, and you know how I got Hager here who's undefeated in MMA. Something your guys can't say. You know all those guys he had in the ring room. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. And um, I don't know, it should be fun that, you know, the I think they have wrestling this week, I think, at uh, Arthur Ashe. So that's a grand slam, whatever they're calling it. So this should be pretty cool. But, I mean, the guy's supposed to be an annoying heel. I mean, he's playing the role perfectly. And who knows, down the road, maybe we'll get something else. I mean, maybe this is his way, their way of putting, you know, Paige and Scorpio over, maybe, you know, going against Jericho and Hager. I mean, can't can't do any better than those two guys right now, obviously. They're, they're the, you know, top, I don't say top baby faces in the company, but they're up there right now. Yeah. So pretty cool so it should be fun i'm excited for it yeah i think it's a little change of pace from what we're normally seeing on uh, on aw so that was pretty cool i i, I kind of like what lambert's doing i think uh he's getting that job done so i don't know exactly yeah we don't people really hate him do. that's what that's what he's getting paid to do yeah but it seems like people actually like i want to turn off my tv <laughs> type stuff i'm like all right relax guys yeah. um <laughs> George, you're uh you're big into hollywood and pop culture right i like to think so pretty yeah, connected so, pretty in we saw uh, Rosario Dawson on AEW. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Very cool. Um, big, big, uh, big name. Pretty big actress. Seems mm-hmm. to be alongside of uh, Cody there. So that's pretty. Well, interesting. I mean, they they do they do the big show. What is it? The Big Show show or whatever. Oh, What's they do. That's the ties. The TV. The TV. What's it called? The Big Show. You know show. what I'm talking. Yeah, with big, Cody and her and yeah. and Snoop Dogg. So like they're tied in on. I think it's. I feel like it's on TBS. Um, so it, it makes sense, right? She's in some sort of contract with TBS and or TNT since they're both owned by the same company. Um, what better way for Cody to use one of his, um, you know, one of his connections, like, Hey, Rosario, do me a favor. Uh, you're a big name. Um, you know, show up in the crowd, want to get a little physical, get a little fun. And, and she's like, absolutely. Why not? I mean, when is it, whenever you seen like a, a Spanish girl or a Latino want to, uh, not get physical and knock, you know, knock, knock some heads. Right. Yeah, man. Look at my wife. Look at my black guy. Right. I mean, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I said the wrong thing this morning. I said good morning, and she wasn't ready to wake up. <laughs> Shot to the eye. Um, all jokes aside, I think it's great, right? Why not? I mean, shoot, notoriety and star power is kind of what gets what got WWE over back in the '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's ex- they're doing like I hate to sound like this. They're not that they're repeating the same formula, but they're using a lot of the same logic that worked in the aspects. Like the Mike Tyson angle was huge. I'm not comparing the two. Let's everyone calm down, Nikki Noodles. But I'm just saying you're capitalizing on star power and notoriety, which is a good way to do it, especially when they're friends with Cody Rhodes or whomever. Yeah, you have to. Any, any chance yeah. you have it to bring more viewers in, it creates opportunities. So uh, I'm, I'm not 
you know, uh, I don't really complain about that too much, to be honest. Uh, I just, I'm just messing around because I'm Mike Tyson's <laughs> boy, so I, I never want to, I, I never want to downplay, <laughs> downplay him. But listen, it was a great move, and she was, and she, it was cool in the segment, right? Like it was really cool in the segment. Yeah. And it was a good way to bring Cody back into the fold. He's defending his friend, and to be honest, that match is going to be, it's going to be good next week. It's going to be really good. <laughs> One thing I really enjoy that AEW does is like less pay-per-views but more special shows right yeah yeah. because you don't have to watch every there's not as many pay-per-views as wwe does which is what gets them into trouble i.e no no extreme rules um but you have dynamite and or rampage with some big matches dude i'm gonna get kenny omega and daniel bryan really yeah i'm I'm gonna get makai black malachi black and and cody rhodes really like I'm gonna get a six man tag between the Super Click versus um, Christian and and Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, a you know also known as Nick's you know Nick's hero, really <laughs> like, I that's great like why like you know what I mean like we don't need to have so many I know pay per view is supposed to generate revenue but good wrestling and good shows will bring money into it's a queer, it's a weird concept yeah and I wanted to actually the next thing I was gonna get into is going over. Uh just not not predictions but just going over the what they have planned up for fucking next week on Huge. Uh, on AEW Grand they're doubling down with rampage i think rampage is two hours next week too um yeah so dynamite on on next wednesday brian pillman versus mjf which has been a, a hot feud going uh, mjf kind of crossed the line we know that uh, we talked about it the best deal in the biz malachi black like you said versus cody rhodes sting and darby versus ftr come on man that's crazy mm-hmm. rick baker versus ruby soho for the the, uh, the championship, crazy. Kenny versus Brian Danielson, not non-title, which is great. I think it's perfect. Let Daniel go over or Brian, whatever you want to call him. Perfect. Super quick versus the Jungle Express and Christian. Inner Circle versus Men of the Year. CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Suzuki and Lance Archer versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston. The Lucha Brothers first uh, to Nate Mantek, huge match, whatever. And then Anna J versus Penelope before, but still like they're giving us these crazy matches at the right time. I can't, I can only imagine the ratings are going to be solid for them next week. And uh, it's a, it's a good time to, to watch AEW. I'd say at this point, I think Dude, what, what a way to promote big stuff. What a way to like, yeah. give us a couple of weeks to realize that I'm tuning in on Wednesday. And I was going to be in New York, which we, we alluded to last week is a huge wrestling town. Yeah. You're going to give us Dan, you know, uh, Brian Danielson, you threw me off. Um, Brian Danielson against Kenny Omega, you know, in New York, that's going to blow the roof off. That's going to be sick. And, and I mean, dude, Kenny's doing some great heel work. We love Brian Danielson. I mean, we, we say it all the time. We're fans of his. I mean, he just wants to wrestle, you know, now he can, that's it. It's, it's a weird thing. And he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, only, guys, we're only some, some weeks away until someone else may be coming to AEW. So, and, uh, I think so. Just hopefully they let him in. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Um, Makes his funhouse with him, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, boys, it's been a, it's been a hell of a week. Um, a lot of things going on. Dark Side's back. I love talking about Dark Side of the Ring. So I ho- hope we all get to watch before next week's episode, so we can all uh, get delved in. Um, before we end it here, episode seventy-two, we got to give our MVPs. We got to stay consistent, right? I remember this time. So. Uh, Nicky knows <clears throat> back to you, buddy. What's going on? MVP of the week. Uh, I, I know other guys are, are, are going to want it. So I'll, I'll move it. on to, uh, I'll take, no, Tommaso, no, take it. You, Tommaso you're going to get mine. Champa. <laughs> All right. As the MVP of the week, regaining the, the gold title. All right. Respect. I'm going to go next and you got to go the obvious. 
Biggie. Congrats, Love Biggie. Bro- Love congrats, Biggie. brother. Huge win. The the next face of the, the WWE, right? In my eyes. We'll see what happens. NJ3, MVP of the week. I'm going gonna, gonna to be like, really? Why? But you'll see why. Seth Rollins. Okay. okay. This guy has been the like workhorse workhorse of SmackDown. Okay. He's not in any title picture. He is just straight putting feuds over Cesaro, Edge, his look, his drip, his his promos. Like who's cutting promos like Seth Rollins right now? Dude, like week in and week out, he is just giving you everything. And the only reward he's the only reward like that he gets is, I guess, just to get to do it again the following week because he's no no title match, yeah. right? He's not facing Roman Reigns. I know there's like a little bit of a tease, but that's not happening, at least not right now. No. And to be quite honest, I think Seth Rollins will be on Raw post October uh, October first or fourth. Yep. So with that being said, I mean, dude, I, I, how could you? I mean, what he's doing, what he's done with his with his actual wrestling matches and his 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 mic work. No one's touching him right now in WWE like that. Like, like meaning without having a title attached to them. Mm-hmm. Great, love the point. I was just gonna say that. I can only we can't get Rollins Reigns. It's never. It's down. Yeah, that's it down. Don't, the road. It, don't that's down. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. So you move him to Raw with Big E. Boom. There you go. That's if you want to even do that. Not even Russia, but it's it's simple. Just like simple. just like the meme. I don't know if you guys can see me, but just like the meme. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Bad news. End us off here. MVP of the week. What we got? Uh, Lambert, right? You want Lambert? Yeah, Lambert. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, even though he lost, I'm gonna uh, the half a year run he had with the bell. I'll give it to Bobby Lashley. What the hell? Hey, you know, he lost graciously. You know, giving some, giving Big E's a little push now, and I mean, you know, and everything. I'll give it to Lashley. Yeah, we could have went Braun Breaker too. You know, yes. debut win over the the, yeah. the goat L.A. Knight. No, I'm just kidding. L.A. Knight's on a, on a tough tough losing streak lately. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's doing his job, bro. He's getting the younger is, talent. Is it's an is it's an unfortunate <laughs> fact of life right now. It's he ain't no spring chicken, bro. He's 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 coming here to do a job, man. He's getting that young town over, right? Is that what they're supposed to do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Everyone, thanks for listening. Episode 72 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Next week, we come with you extreme rules predictions. Get ready because there's no, there's nothing extreme. Plain rules. Plain rules. No more rules. Uh, Everyone, as always, take care. Stay safe. Watch pro wrestling.